Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Monday, May 8, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? The market was flat, but that's not all we have on the docket today. One of the things Mrs. Market could be waiting on is, and waiting is in air quotes, is the deal between the politicians and the debt ceiling. They're having a powwow tomorrow. There'll be some photo ops. They're either going to come out with some kind of phony proposed deal, or they won't. That's the latest thing in what we call the wall of worry. There's always a new item, another brick in the wall. Today, or this week's brick, is the debt ceiling debate. Getting more specific, what's the thing that jumps out at us on the daily chart? Well, today, all I really see following Friday's big-time rally is a touch-and-go, a retest-and-go of the 20-period moving average, and you know what comes next. They're above all the moving averages, therefore the trend is your friend until your stuff gets thrown out the window. Being that the market really didn't go anywhere today, the SPY is up about three cents as they make this video, but there remains something uber important that we discussed a few times last week. We're going to discuss it again. Let's take a look at the weekly chart. They're eating time off the clock below the 100-week moving average, but what else happened last week which was extremely important? We talked about the prior week's low. So this low was 403.78. Last week's low was 403.74. What did they do? They spiked the low, and they ripped it back up in the other direction. They ran a test of the prior week's low, and it was a successful test. Not that they finished on the highs for the week, but they certainly had a recovery, putting price right back where it was the week before. That's a bullish move. That's bullish behavior. Write that down. Put it on a sticky note. What would be the next target on the upside? Well, it hasn't really changed. 320, 322.14, and potentially higher. The longer they eat time off the clock underneath the 100-period moving average, if and when they do break out, the higher they will be able to go. Back to the daily chart. They're not going to just run up to 420, by the way. There's stuff in between. There are resistance numbers in between. For example... 415, give or take, is an important spot. Only filling the gap, which is about 415 and a half up here, this little tail candle. The closing price is 415.51. So only above there and the former high over here, which is 417.62, opens the door for the 420 and higher stuff. So from a daily chart perspective, you're still in front of some important resistance numbers. Put those on a sticky note. We had a couple of other discussions last week. We were headed for a tinfoil hat event. We had the tinfoil hat event at the end of the week, and what happened? The market changed direction. We'll give that one a simple, funny how that works. Doesn't work all the time. You can't make a trade based on that information. It's of note, interesting to know type stuff. The folks that were shorting the prior lows, thinking the market was going to collapse, They got what we call a pie in the face. Happens all the time. We talk about it all the time. Did anybody make any money today who was a member of Inside the Numbers live room or Inside the Numbers? 
both, one, or the other? Let's hear it in the comments section below. Even though we had a very narrow-ranging quiet day, we had a bit of a morning bonanza from a base hit perspective in the live room and inside the numbers. In the live room, traders heard me say early on today, it's a ping-pong kind of day. They also heard me say, and we'll point out the zone in a moment, quote, unquote, there's a lot of support in here. Let's go over the early thoughts. I'll highlight the important stuff. You can pause the video, read the notes, and go back to the chart to double-check the work, which I urge you to do. We had a happy Monday overnight session. Mrs. Market was simply eating time off the clock, which she basically continued throughout the day. So at zero dark 30, let's start with our early pivot, 4.12.50. We identified this thing while it was still dark out, hence why it's called zero dark 30. We think better in pictures. Right of the vertical is today's activity. You can see the horizontal line running across the screen is 4.12.50. And you can see right out of the gate this morning, that was initial support. You got the bounce. We did have some traders that took the long trade right out of the gate. But wait, there's more. Big picture stuff from early this morning was getting below begins to open the door for a test of 411.50 and lower. We'll get back to that one later. We had some higher stuff. If they were to shoot them up at the open, that didn't come into play. We don't have to worry about it right now. So let's see what else we have. As the day gets underway, the morning starts to mature. 8.45, what's the scoop? Where's the morning trade? Big picture is they had a good close to the week again. We'll get into that in the live room and into the video tonight, which you're hearing about. What we need for now is to know that we're in the buy the dip camp this morning. So that's what you heard long before the market even opened. Where's the spot? Well, 412.50 is the pivot. And if she runs a test, it represents a bounce back in the other direction, scalp with potential type spot. How do you like them apples? We had some other numbers in here from a short-term perspective, but 4.12.50 was certainly the thing. That was the trade setup early on. You'll see later in the notes, we talked about a ride up to around 4.13, give or take. They did that. Scalp trade, one in the books, move on. Remember, pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double-check the work. More stuff with some of the other numbers that were slightly higher than the pivot, Doesn't matter. The pivot was the thing. 9.34, markets open, testing the pivot, beginning of showtime down to 4.11.50 for a bounce back in the other direction. And by 9.38, there's your bounce off 4.12.50, give or take. Traders are required to take a scalp off the table and turn the rest into a risk-free, emotionless trade. A spike of 4.13 is likely and also overhead resistance. You saw all that on the chart. Now check this one out, 9.45. If they came down again, this was after the bounce. 4.12.17 is the former low, and what I'm referring to here is the spike the low and rip it back up in the other direction trade. It's possible, and guess what? You have somewhat of a safety net at 4.11.50 if they were should go that much lower. So therefore, you spike 4.12.17, and we're looking for the rip it back up in the other direction. So it's showtime again. They spike the low down to... 4.11.50 is support. They didn't get there for a bounce back in the other direction. And then guess what? When they started going back up, 4.12.50 is still the pivot. And now overhead resistance. When price is below a number, it's resistance. When it's above a number, it's support. Recapturing it is the bull case for another leg higher. 
and then they hit the 412.50, so they gave you that trade. And here's a little bit of a spoiler. Here's the 411.50. Here's where they came up short and bounced back to 412. That was the second trade of the morning. And then you can see what happened later in the day. And we talked about this ad nauseum in the live room. 411.50 was a spot. Depends on how they come into it. Well, guess what? They hit it. They tested it. They turned around, went right back in the other direction, and finally hit some of the upper numbers that were put on the board above 413. Apples? How do you like them apples? Pause the video. Read the notes. Go back to the chart and double-check the work. Here it is again. If they come down again, another spike the low and rip it back down to 411.50. How many times have you seen 411.50 on the board? When you see it over and over and over again, guess what? It's an important number. Think, pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. It's all in here. Every single base hits in here. Everything you need to know is in here. Every number of importance is in here each and every day. We had some activity from an inside the number perspective. We had two out of the five on the board that hit their price entry objectives. We'll take a look at Crowd and TSN, which is Tyson Food. The other ones didn't hit their numbers. They're off the board. Crowd was a short play, and it was a creeping situation. So they creeped into it late in the morning, and I was asked about this in the live room. Is crowd still good? And late in the morning, as they're creeping, we don't like creeping markets. What did I say in the live room? I'll let you know here. What I said was, write this down, put it on a sticky note right in front of your computer. Don't short a dull tape. I didn't make that up. I don't have a patent on it, but we remind ourselves every single day that we don't like to short a dull tape. One thing is during the morning rush, as that subsides and we get into a creeping, floating market, shorting the tape is what we call the torture trade. Tyson Foods cut through the first number, went to the second, bounced back to the first. They gave you the base hit with some additional percentage points under your belt. So that trade was over. We had participation in the room and Tyson Food. And one thing that I discussed with the members in the live room and this is interesting and important. I give you the numbers. You choose what to do with the numbers based on the discussion, based on the questions you ask, based on sometimes they spike them through, sometimes they come up short. We have plenty of traders in the room that don't take the first number. They only take the second or halfway in between the first and second, and therefore, they're only interested if they can get a better price than the first number. If not, and it takes the first number and hits it and rock it right away, they're okay with that. It's just a no trade. But we have plenty of traders that only looked at the 5270 in the room and said, hey, I'll take that. Well, guess what? They got a buck bounce back. How you doing? We've got something for everybody. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Well, they went into the 20 period moving average, sold off, no big deal. This is a no change from what we've been seeing. Obviously, they've got a lot of regional banks in here, but we don't care about that. What we do care about is where is the IWM on the chart and what's it telling us? It's telling us this is a bearish situation underneath all the moving averages and it's building energy for another leg lower. That only goes away. That chain is only broken if they can get back into and above the convergence of the 20, 50, and 200 period moving averages above current price. They'd have to get above, let's say, 183 to change the complexity, complexion, the makeup, the schematic, break the chain 
of the tape. And even at that, they're not out of the woods. It just changes the way it looks from now, which is terrible. What about the folks down at the transportation department? Well, they're into these moving averages. So these are either going to be resistance or they're going to get above and run a test of this breakdown candle high, which changes what's going on here in terms of this bearish wedgish type of thing that will generally result in an ensuing move and a release of energy in the downward or southern direction. Look at the weekly chart. What's the first thing that jumps off the page at me? Well, in these moving averages is thing number one. There's a couple of things going on, all right? So first thing, we'll talk about a bull and a bear case. Remember, we're the umpire calling balls and strikes. Bear cases, we have high, lower high, lower high, and still yet lower highs, so they haven't broke that chain yet, and therefore, that's bearish. But look at this. There's a bull case in here, not necessarily for new highs or anything, but there's a bull case in here. Check out this particular candle. We'll call that a breakup candle. They ran a test of that. They spiked it, but they closed above it a couple of weeks ago. Well, guess what? As long as they stay above that low of this breakup candle, then she's building energy for another move in the northern direction into and through the last moving average in the line of defense, they could begin running a test of maybe this breakup candle high. They could begin running a test of this breakdown candle high. They had a choice. Mrs. Market had a choice to already have hit that 100 period moving average on the weekly chart. The choice so far has been to not yet hit the 100 period moving average. It just tells me the destination, if it's up north, is somewhere else. If they're rejected before they get there and they collapse, that's a different kind of thing altogether. That would fall into the 20% of the 80-20 rule. Right now, the 80-20 rule, which is prevalent in life, not just in the market, but the 80-20 rule would tell us that 80% of the time when they do this kind of thing, the destination is not the 100-period moving average, but yet somewhere higher. What about the financials? They're trying to run a test or a back test of this trend line that they broke. They came down to run some of the other tests that we talked about. Get back above the trend line, it gets wiped off the chart. If they hit it and go back down, also, you'll notice the 20 and the 50 period moving average are also converging at the same place this trend line is. So just because we had an up day Friday, flat day today, maybe tomorrow's up, maybe it's not, but this trend line and that convergence of moving averages is important. Big picture, weekly chart. This is a bear wedge until it's not. That's what it is at present. Let's stay on the weekly chart for Smash Mouth. Now, they had a split in the stock. So the $260 thing is now $132.70. But nothing else changes on the chart. And what do we have here? We have a situation where they're still maintaining price on weekly close above the 100 period moving average. As long as they do that, the destination is higher. My number is 132.70, it should be hit. It's unfinished business. Doesn't mean that has to be the end of the road. This is a bullish pullback situation on this weekly chart. Below the 100, below the 20, there's something different going on, but they are above. They keep rallying back to close the week above. We have to take that information at face value. That was bullish information the last two weeks in a row. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? 
Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.